0: The FM Evolution Podcast is brought to you by CGP Maintenance and Construction Services. We'll ensure consistently great performance to help keep your business running smoothly. For more information, visit CGPConstruction.com.
1: This is the FM Evolution Podcast, brought to you by CGP Maintenance and Construction Services, bringing you trends, innovations, and advancement of the facility management universe. Welcome to The Evolution. Here's Sean Black.
0: What's up, guys? It's Sean Black with FM Evolution, and I am excited today. This is a full house in FM Evolution today. We have a powerhouse today, and uh, we're starting with our friends over at Pro FMI. Randy Olson
2: is here joining us.
0: Randy, good morning, sir.
2: How are you? Hey, good morning, Sean. How are you doing? I know it's bright and early for you but we appreciate you accommodating our schedule again. Well, oh my excited, gosh. Excited to yeah. be here. Excited to be here.
0: We have some amazing guests today. And so, you know, I'm excited to hear from them. Randy,
2: who's joining us today? Yeah. So so I'm going to like take us a little back in history a little bit, Sean. So awesome! Um, when we kicked this off two years ago, our very first guest was Stormy Friday, followed up by our second guest was Stan Mitchell. And Stan talked about a lot of topics you know, to include his time in the Merchant Marine in Scotland and landing in Philadelphia in 1976, you know, (laughs) um, spending some time there, um, learning about U.S. history. We talked a little bit about single malt scotch, but we also talked about FM standards and we talked about communication around facility management. And, you know, Stan's uh, ongoing mantra is always fundamentally FMs are in the people business. So let's tie Stan to our one of our next guests, who was Manuel Medina from Panama. So I got to meet Manuel, through Stan, followed up by Tanishka McQueen early this year, revisiting standards and talking about Pro-FM in Latin America. In that process, in that uh, over two-year period of time, Stan introduced me to our two guests today. So Keith and Chris Stead, we're just Call this the Keith and Chris Edge show today, but they're our friends from Trinidad and Tobago. And they run a training business there called Cerebri. Um, we are honored to be partnered with them and have them bring Pro-FM into the Caribbean. They have run a couple of courses already. They have got an upcoming course. Beyond being wonderful FM professionals, they are just great people. And if you're going to partner with somebody, you've got to have shared values, right? We have shared values these with these guys. We we all collectively here want to help elevate the profession and help people advance in their careers and just be, become better at what they do and deliver better service. So we uh, connecting all the dots here. You know, Stan to Manuel, to Tanishka to Keith and Chris Ted, and and here we are, and we get the opportunity to talk to them today. So so that's the intro for me. Um, we'll probably have them, you know, give a little company background and, and FM background. So, Sean, if you want to take it from there, that'd be great. Yeah, the,
0: I'm excited to have you guys on, joining us from all the way in Trinidad and, and Tobago. And, and Keith, if you could start us off, tell us a little about tell us something tell us something that maybe someone may not know about you, uh, and, and then just give us kind of a background.
1: Okay, great. So, I've been involved in protection formally. From way back in 2001. Actually, I was involved in the first integrated facilities management company to be set up in Trangad. My background is really in real estate and property management, but over the years, I've gathered the tools to be a proficient facilities manager, spanning the different levels, operation and maintenance, tactical and strategic. At my last job, I was the head of the facilities management unit. And I contributed significantly to the facilities management output for that organization, supporting the, the banking business of my organization. So that's me in a nutshell.
0: <laughs> Love it, Chris Ed. Hey, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing awesome, man. Excellent. Tell us all about you, sir. All
3: right, thanks very much, Sean and Randy. Nice seeing you again. <laughs> yeah, great to see you. Thank Always. you. All right, so uh, I've been in facility management for just about. 20 years about uh, now. I've been in both sectors private and public sector. I currently manage about 600,000 square foot of property and I have uh, my background first started in electrical engineering before transitioning into facility management who by the way Keith was very instrumental in uh, influencing uh, I currently uh, I'm involved at the tactical and operational level, Sean you asked me what's something that people don't typically know about me. Sean I love yeah. mount- I love mountain biking. So you, know, you nice. give me a mountain bike and I'm out. So after facility management, mountain biking is my next passion.
0: <laughs> that is awesome. See? You never know, man. Yeah. Randy, you never know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you you
2: never know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: That's cool. Great you guys. Well, I'd love to I'm I'm excited to hop into uh you know this conversation really talking and exploring FM and your guys' countries and, and what you guys are doing. Keith, if you could maybe get us started, tell us more about the company you founded. I'd love to hear about that and, you know, really what motivated you to to take this on.
1: Well, thank you very much, Sean. So recognizing that there was a gap in terms of training, for these managers in Trinidad and Tobago and the region, we decided based on our experience, our knowledge base, to set up a training organization, as well as a management consultancy, which we name Cerebree Solutions Global. And why Cerebree? It speaks about brain power, planning, um, organizing, getting things done. So that was the genesis of Cerebree, our focus of course is on training and providing facilities management consultancy. Incidentally, um, Brandy mentioned um, Stan. Actually, I had a one on one training session with Stan um, spanning a, a few weeks where he actually trained me in the new facilities management standard, the, the ISO 41001. And it, it was a very good engagement. I benefited a lot from um, Stan's experience and knowledge, and actually provided support in terms of the launching and, and, and putting service Solutions Global on a strong
0: foot. so I'm really I'm grateful for Stan's involvement. Nice. And those ISO standards, Randy, we've, we've talked about this before.
2: We, we have talked about this. And, and as we, you know, as we went down the Pro-FM path, it was critical to us to be in alignment with those standards. You know, Stan, Stan tells many stories about, you know, his 10 years of leading those standards development. And, and it really has helped advance the profession. You know, which is collectively here, uh, ProFM, fm Faribri, Keith and Chris Ted, um, that's what we want to do. We want to advance the profession and we want to help individuals advance in their careers. So those standards really uh, professionalize and really elevate the profession and, and make it all better. So it was important for us to align our content, our program, take that as key inputs into our body of knowledge and develop our program on top of those standards you know, along with a, with a U.S.-based standard here around the Federal Building Personnel Training. So, yeah, so it, critical, critical. And these guys have been a critical component of that and leading that development in the Caribbean.
0: You know, it blows my mind. I, I love the fact that FM is so, it's worldwide, man. And and, yep. and the culture and the standards now really becoming uh, all international. People were coming together and working on these standards it's just, it's really incredible to me. I don't know, you know, we get we get kind of used to working in our own little bubble. You know what I mean? Uh, here in the United States, uh, even here, we just—I California. You know, we stay right here and work with, in this FM industry, and it's really good to be exposed to what other countries are going through and learning about those challenges in FM. They're all very similar, but they're very unique as well. Very unique. Chris said, maybe you could talk more about facility management in these countries. That'd be awesome. in Trinidad and Tobago and, and, you know, for a country with, you know, 1.4 million people, FM seems to be kind of a growing profession. Yeah. yeah, Uh, You know, and, and I'd love to hear about that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. You're right. You're right. Facility management is emerging. You know, I was formally introduced in our country, let's say sometime in 2001, and it continues to emerge as a profession. You know, people have recognized the value of what the upkeep of their assets and their maintenance uh, is key. And I think what propelled that to the forefront would have been uh, COVID, you know, facility management came to the forefront when there there was that need to know, okay, who is treating with what, you know, uh, in, uh, as far as our country is concerned, you know, there's a lot of opportunities. We have about two uh, full-fledged integrated facility management organizations that deliver facility management. Keith would have mentioned he was part of the, one of the first that was set up in our country, uh integrated firm. And uh, we are seeing where it, there's more acknowledgement uh, for what the profession has to offer, but there's still a need for standardization and training. And I think that's, again, what makes ProFM poised uh, to influence that. So that at the onset of people's interest continuing to be peaked along this area, that they have a better uh, ch- chance or opportunity at getting insights and information that is solid, that is reliable, and that is cutting edge. You know, the most current that there is. In our country, uh, people are thirsting for this information. In our region, people want to know. I mean, we get reports from from around the and they every week almost of people making inquiries from our region. And they're coming from all over the region, all over the English-speaking region. And there is this understanding that people need to be better equipped to, in order to help organizations meet their demands, their expectations, their strategic goals. But most importantly, to seek the welfare and interests of their people. Yeah, Keith, what would you add to that, case?
1: I would add that so Truenantibigos is at the cusp of moving from focusing on workplace optimization and operational efficiency to more at the strategic and tactical level, and this is where ProFM comes in because it bridges it bridges that gap between the operations, the tactical, and the strategic level, particularly when we look at the asset management module. So I think this is a plus for us, and this is why this. FM program is so instrumental and fundamental to the growth and leapfrogging up of, of the facilities profession, not only in Trinidad and Tobago, but in the wider Caribbean region. Yes,
0: yeah. I love that. I, I love to hear that experience from you guys and what's gone over there. It's so fascinating to me, you know, it just getting to experience a whole different way of looking at FM and, and, and kind of really hearing what you guys are doing there and accomplishing. It's really amazing. Randy, what is your experience? I mean, you've, done, you've dealt with these guys a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. You know them a little bit better. Yep. What does FM look like with Pro-FM in Trinidad?
2: Yeah. Well, I'll start with a comment, and then I'll um, ask these guys a question. So oh, good. the comment is I had the opportunity to sit in on the first class, uh, one of the first classes with these guys in their, their cohort, and it was just so fascinating how they – kind of fostered discussion in that class so um hmm. you know w- what i love about the caribbean is the passion so the passion around yeah. um everything they do you saw it, uh chris had light up when he talked about mountain biking <laughs> um, yeah. was, but there was an equal light up when he talked about facility management right so i, I just i love the passion of what they take on in the caribbean and the discussion was fantastic. So looking at the program, guys, Keith, you mentioned asset management as a key area for you folks in terms of growth. So if you think about kind of topics within that, what's kind of resonated with that, that first set of folks that have gone through your class? Um, is it that strategic planning? Is it the capital planning? You know, maybe it's all of the above. So I'll, I'll ask you guys that question.
1: Actually, um, so we started off with the cross-functional competencies okay. and those yeah. guys were blown away with how important yeah. those competencies, competencies are in terms of integrating and bringing everything together. I mean, the models that were available for use in terms of translating from, from mental into a real physical model, we embraced that even last week one of the students remarked and how um, important that or those sessions were to them in terms of getting a better grasp of how we could move from, from a mental model to a to, to, to physical reality and how it does help them to understand um, the various parameters and translate them to something usable within the organization. So yes, I see the cross-functional um, competencies, um, establish the, the ground the, the the foundation first launched onto the different parts of the program and importantly the asset management, particularly um, strategic facilities planning, how important that is in terms of supporting the core business of your organization, understanding the dynamic between demand and supplier and how you bridge that gap and the processes that you go through to have it done in a proper manner. That was that was mind-blowing
3: yeah, for those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I can definitely <laughs> yeah, agree to that. It, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, we have some candidates across the spectrum of public and private sector, uh, people who are worked who work in the energy sector, and they're coming to us. And uh, like Keith is saying, they're getting a very holistic approach to what FM is. You know, I, I think a lot of a, a lot of uh, institutions that provide training in FM, I'm not calling any names, I'm not pointing any fingers. They're not as <laughs> holistic. Yes, they may have a specialized area that is important, that is relevant, that has value, but that whole aspect of it's being integrated. You know, when we touch, just like Keith's saying, when we touched on the, the, the cross-functional competencies and showed so far as as, as, far as we've reached into uh, business management and they're seeing it all the while, coming from asset management, coming from strategic management, coming into business management, those cross-functional areas, are needed, are necessary, and are key tools to effectively be facility managers in the workplace. Because for us, at least for me, one of the one of the models that really has stood out is business management. Because you find a lot of a lot of traditional facility managers coming to the profession with a strong technical background. And I'm guilty of that. I came from an electrical background, I came from a power plant. You know, yes, I pursued my CFM, I acquired my Pro FM, I'm a member of the International Workplace of Facility Management. But I was still very technical driven, technical inclined, and, and not realizing that I was losing effectiveness because my superiors, those I'm reporting to, I'm unable to adequately relate to them in business terms that they can relate to, you know, and, you know, the languaging of the program, the languaging of the text it's so straightforward, it's so seamless, you know, it's like the principle that, 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 uh, this, this, the the author wrote about keeping it simple it's effective people are able to grasp it they can understand aspect of human capital well enough to know that hey okay this these were the human resource how to treat your team members how to motivate how to encourage you know and then transitioning understanding that look as a facility manager you hold some leadership roles and you have to acquire some leadership skills and it's like it's tied right back to when you're going back to the whole assets or the areas um, of asset management when they're tying it into project management, you have to be a leader as a project manager. You need to manage people. So you need to understand the value of the capital resource that you have at your disposal and linking it to strategic planning and the capital planning, you know, so that students are all really enthralled in it. You know, uh, we are seeing mm-hmm. people coming more and more every, every session interested in asking for the, inf- for the, for, for, for the elaboration and how they can, you know, apply. They're seeing it and getting a practical information, uh, from it. And that's something I think is a key takeaway for me. The program is so practical. You can literally take an example that is being presented in any of the modules and adapt it and use it in your facility. It's so comprehensive, it's so all inclusive that you know you literally have at your disposal a textbook that could guide you along your implementation of your facility management or improve upon what you already have. Yeah. Powerful. Yeah. That is crazy,
0: man. I I love to hear that. And Randy's and right. I love your guys' passion for FM. I'm telling you, if, if, if everyone had that passion for FM, <laughs> the whole industry would be on fire. On fire. Oh, okay, guys, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to break to thank our sponsors, and uh, we'll be right back. This episode of FM Evolution is brought to you by Pro-FM. Earn your Pro-FM credential to elevate your FM knowledge and skills to receive the recognition you deserve. Visit us at profmi.org evolution. Welcome back to the show. I am your host, Sean Black, and uh, we are back. We're talking with our friends, you know, over in Trinidad and Tobago. And I'm excited because Randy's here. We're talking about ISO standards. We're talking about FM and Christad uh, Herbert, uh, of course, and then Keith Spencer, you guys, I'm so excited to be talking to you. This is such <laughs> it's so it's such a good experience for me. <laughs> I told Randy, man, every time I get on this show with Randy and his friends, I learn so much about FM every single time. So it's really cool to hear your experiences. We were just talking about, you know, really pro-FM and, and, the, and the education and what it's like and this, you know, in Trinidad, I had some questions. But before we do, I I, I made a mistake. I'm going to miss. I forgot to ask you guys. And I have to do it because it's tradition here. <laughs> what are you guys reading? And so, Randy, why don't you start us off? What are you reading right now, man?
2: Yeah, I'd um, be happy to, to kick that discussion off. So early in the discussion, <laughs> we talked about things that you don't know about. Yeah. Uh, yes. And Chris had talked about his passion around mountain biking. Well, I have a passion around basketball and coaching, mm-hmm. coaching kids. So I'm getting ready to kick off another season here of, of basketball here in the Midwest in the U S. It's starting to, starting to get cold. Snow could fly anytime. So it's basketball <laughs> season. And I am annually, I, I pick up a book by John Wooden, who's a legendary oh, so coach did. from UCLA. With some other time on this, I'll tell a long story about connection to Minnesota and all that. When John wouldn't, but at any rate, I'm reading his leadership book, um, going into the season and it's just full of great, um, information for coaching, but also for leading my business. So there, there's so many things that, um, that overlap between coaching kids, running a team, managing a team, leading a team to running a business and, and coaching and helping your individuals on your team as professionals advance. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I'm currently reading, Sean, and it's um, you know it's awesome. So I'll probably finish it. This I afternoon.
0: love. Listen, <laughs> it's a great choice. John Wooten is my hero, man. I love yep. that guy. Yeah, he is. He is so encouraging. <laughs> uh, yeah, if if you if you guys don't know about John, he is an amazing coach of basketball, but he really delivers uh, just
2: lessons that carry through everything in, that we do in business. It's really great. Yeah, it's so Keith? interesting. He's not coached for a long time. I mean, relatively speaking. However, right. the lessons that he taught back in the seventies are relevant today. Uh, they're fifty years later, those lessons are still relevant to kids today and, and adults today. So You
0: know what's amazing, Granny, is he affected so many people. Yep. Uh, you know, entrepreneurs and leaders today, references John Wooten all the time.
1: Yep. It's crazy. Keith, what about you, sir? Yeah. Yes, actually, I'm into martial arts, taekwondo. Recently, I I got my second degree black belt. Actually, I'm now working towards my third degree black belt. So actually, I'm now, in terms of um, reading, I'm now focusing on a relatively new publication from the International Taekwondo Federation. This is where a group of the Kusu in taekwondo, the grandmasters, put together a complete manual on the different techniques the, the, the different um, patterns that you need to learn to excel in the field. So it's, it's an excellent um, book for coaching because one of the things as a, as a black belt is that you need to instruct students on the art of Taekwondo. And that particular publication has actually helped me in getting a clear understanding of the fundamentals of Taekwondo, understanding what it is about, and helping me to refine my techniques so that I'm able to be a better instructor to pass on the, the knowledge of Taekwondo to the to the students under my charge. Yeah. So you want to know why I'm looking so well and keeping so fit? <laughs> that is it I, right, I, there, right there, sir. Listen,
0: I wasn't going to say anything, but now that you bring it up, yes. Uh, that, did it, that was that <laughs> it. Was. So I love Taekwondo because uh, I started Taekwondo with my daughter when she was like four. Now she is a black, she's a black belt. And uh, now, and uh, I made it to orange belt third degree. Uh, And I hurt my knee and I was like, "Ah, that's it for me. I'm done. But I I miss it. I miss it because it's such a, it's so, um, it's so powerful because you get to learn how to be dangerous, but, but controlled, Controlled the discipline, the the legs flying, yeah. and now is just incredible,
3: man. That's impressive. Yeah. So, I, I'm, See, yeah. I'm not sure if I'm to share what I'm reading. You guys have such wonderful experiences <laughs> to share. You know, so Randy, uh, you may or may not know, I do a lot of volunteerism. You know, I'm a member of a board of a financial institution. I'm a member of uh, an advisory board of the Mountain Biking Association in the U.S., the BICP, and also a member of uh, a budding board, uh, Association Henchering and Mountain Biking Associations. And I'm helping them put together some frameworks uh, for how we should be operating. And currently, I'm reading Robert's Rule of Order, which you may be familiar with, uh, parliamentarian procedures, to help guide and ensure we are organized and structured in how we carry out our business and that we do it in an orderly fashion. You know, some people find it's old timeish but it's foundational. You know, uh the way minutes are constructed, where we are we conduct our meetings. I suppose that we have a frame of reference. And uh this is a book I was exposed to as a member of a Toast Toastmasters. And um it's what I'm currently reading, refreshing my memory the new edition with the things the twelfth edition uh that we're going through to see what modification changes have been made. It's authored by um this uh general Mr well, Henry Marta, Henry Roberts, That's correct. So that's the book I'm currently reading. It's not as like exciting as Keith's Manual on, on um, Taekwondo or on Randy's, but it's supplemented sufficiently enough. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Listen, it never it was never about how exciting it is, it's how interesting it is yes. because it's it's really cool to see uh, you know and and hear what you guys are reading. gives us insight. And gives me something new to read, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so I'm excited for that. I, I am actually finishing up a, a Proximity Principle, and now it's by uh, an author called Ken Coleman. And Ken is kind of one of my—I uh, 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 I don't want to say a hero, but I look up to Ken because he's a great communicator. He's a good podcaster, and in his proximity principle is 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 pretty much what we're doing right here. Because I'm I'm surrounding myself with really smart, intelligent. You know, well versed, you know, people in FM, and it, you know, I learn more about it every day, and so that's kind of the that's kind of the whole premise of the book is if you want to change your life, hey man, change your the circle, change the people in your circle. So that's exciting, you guys. Well, I wanted to hop into this. We were talking about you guys' experience with pro FM and classes, and 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 uh, Trinidad and Tobago, and and I wanted to kind of, I wanted to ask you guys with your classes. I, I'm assuming that you're drawing students from Trinidad, obviously, and Tobago. But where else you know, are you guys seeing increased interest in FM
3: development? Don't jump in the key. In your area. <laughs> <laughs> Don't jump in the <laughs> whole <laughs> you guys. Okay, all right. Good. So there's a, little, um, a lot of interest um, being
1: um, expressed by... Potential students from Jamaica, Cayman Islands, Barbados, um, Grenada, etc. It's just uh, how do we how do we bridge that gap in terms of converting their interest into something tangible and to signing on to the program. And I think this podcast is one of the ways of really bringing credibility to what we're doing and what we represent as far as program is concerned. So that they could get on board, and um, as we spread the the good news of FM throughout the region.
2: Yeah, and Sean, um, you know, Chris had a had a really good point earlier about how he kind of entered the field as yeah. a technical person, and and I think that is very consistent with how people come into mm-hmm. FM, and they quickly quickly realize, to quote Stan Mitchell again, fundamentally we're in the people business here in here in FM that there's all these other soft skills that have to kind of weigh into this. You know, they talked about the cross-functional competencies earlier. You know, communication is so critical. Collaboration with other parts of the organization, so critical to, to delivering success. Um, and then if you dovetail that into business management, you know, and really the super, super, super competency here is leadership, right? Yeah. Um, you know, Sean, we had Mark Bodenschatz in from Penn State talking about leadership. Great. Um, He was great a year ago. You know, it's so critical for FMs to be leaders and take their businesses and take their organizations to the next level. You know, and that's what I'm so excited about with these two. These guys are leaders and they're leading this charge here in, in Trinidad and Tobago. Again, with the objective, let's have positive impact. Let's have let's help people advance. Let's help organizations advance. And fundamentally, we're making things better for everybody. So. And that, that's just, you know, just Keith had it or Chris had a great, you know, I'm electrical engineering, I'm technical, things are ones and zeros, or yes. black and white, yes. you know, at, to quote Stan again, we're going to quote Stan a lot today, in FM, every, everything's all shades of gray. Great. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go uh, we're
0: going to have to give start giving stance and royalties or something here. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah. I, never, I never said that. We're
2: taking that out. <laughs> like we're writing a paper, right? Yeah. right.
0: That's right. right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, true FM. Yeah. True yeah. FM. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: I love that you guys are, are, are big in leadership and you have to be the position really, I think, demands it now more than ever. And, uh, you know, if I. Uh, based on Keith and Christette, I I need to get my act together. I don't. I'm not nearly involved enough in my <laughs> things going on in my. Community. You guys are involved in so many things.
3: Yeah, yeah, it must, that's crazy. It's really good. Active. I mean, one of the one of the key things. Uh, I'm piggybacking again off of what Randy just said. We're in the people business, yeah. and uh, yeah. we have to put ourselves in the user's experience to be able to bring delivery on key things and. Um, you know, there's no better way to appreciate FM unless you have that value for people. Everything we do, whether it be the upkeep and maintenance of a piece of equipment, uh, air, air conditioning unit, uh, functionality of a pump that deliver uh, water, portable water to the building, those things are going to affect your users. And you want to ensure that you're affecting a, a system that is ensuring that's safe, that it's reliable, that it's compliant, and that at the end of the day, it's adding to the organization's Bottom line, the strategic intent of why they're in business. No one wants to know people are being sent home because the air conditions are working properly or there's no water in the taps, you know, and there's no better way to understand the fundamental systems and getting that in a place that you have your regular checks, your maintenance, your programming, you know, everything set around prioritizing what the users have need of and knowing that you're responsible for doing it and you take that responsibility and you own it. You own it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: With that much information that and that much passion that you guys have, I, I, I'm sure that you guys are making a huge impact on your students there. But, but Keith, can you tell us a little bit about that? I mean, like what, what kind of you know what kind of impact are you seeing on them uh, when it comes to FM?
1: Well, yes, thanks thanks for the question, Sean. Yes, in terms of um, feedback from students and um, with respect to the impact, what they uh, what they cherish about the program. Is the structure. I mean entering, a lot of them would have entered the the field without any knowledge of background in FM. And the program that they have been exposed to thus far presents that framework. It's it's integrative, it shows the relationship between the demand organization and what FMs, how FMs could support the demand organization. There's there's that full line of sight between what we do as FMs and the core business of the organization. So, yes, they appreciate the, the value which the program offers them in understanding what really FM is about and how they can contribute to the core business of their respective organizations. It's great stuff, man. Yeah, I love it. Yes. <laughs>
0: I feel like hopping on a plane and going to Trinidad right now.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This, this is so fun. Nice try, Sean. Yeah. Nice try, Sean. Oh, yeah, nice try, Sean. Yeah. Write that yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to come to Trinidad to be an FM, right? Yeah, you're only sunsy and fun, right?
0: <laughs> Please. That'd be yeah. great. Oh, my <laughs> gosh.
2: Man, we were thinking about having a Pro-FM meeting in, like, January, February. And that'd be
0: great.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's when we're gonna go that's, that's when i'd like to go anyway open doors open doors we can have we can have an exposition or something requiring you guys to come in and make it a fun feeling event. You, know, you, get, was, you get
0: yeah i'd like to see that go to my cfo you want to go where <laughs> trinidad uh approved uh, of course <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that'd be great i would love that i would that would be the case man all right guys well we're about out of time but before we go i want to talk to you guys about the next class here that that's starting in december i wonder if you could tell me a little bit about it is it in person is it online you know can anyone looking to escape that the cold winter temperatures come and join your class what are we doing tell us a little bit about it chris ed why don't you start us
3: yes yeah, Good. So we have, we do have our next course starting in December. We're projecting it to begin on December 6th. Uh, it's re- registration open from November 1st. So people are uh, inclined to go to our website, www.serbrysolutions.global. That's C-E-R-E-B-R-I-I-S-O-L-U-T-I-O-N-S dot global. Again, you can find us also on Performance website. You go to your, your global education partners page and you'll see us there on the to and a board online. We're currently still coming out of the pandemic, so we're still delivering a lot of our programs via uh, online media, via Zoom. We do intend, as things continue to relax, to deliver in person. You know, targeting some corporate clients and perhaps institutions that want to bring their teams together, etc. But we're looking at the at starting again in December sixth, and people are, I mean, inclined to come to our website, join join on, uh, send inquiries, make requests that uh, we can give you more insight, more information. Uh, we're here to give the feedback. We're here to help and we have to propel the profession forward in the region. Nice. Keith? Keith, did I
1: make- Yes, and if I may add that way, uh, several persons have met me. Keith, yeah. I hear you all are running this program. How could I get in? How could I get yes. into the program? Yes. So I told them, yes, get ready. um December, we are starting off. We are continuing the bang. You're welcome to join the program. And of course, invite your friends invite your, your colleagues let's let's make this a big proph do and let's raise the standard of the profession in Trinidad
0: and Tobago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I gotta finish my, yeah, my yeah. profam in, in uh in Tobago man in Trinidad. I gotta go down
2: there. Get the classes. Yeah. yeah, fair enough.
0: <laughs> Randy, are you gonna go down there? Are you teaching? What's going on?
2: Well I would I would love to go. Um, I typically join at least one or two of the sessions kind of on the front end yeah. um, to kind of introduce and um, you know talk a little bit about the program. And, you know, um, I, I am the least important person in those classes. We've got the experts here, but uh, right. I love I love yeah. joining and listening to the discussion. And, and I just think for people that are listening and, and you're thinking about a class, there's so much value in that. You know, there's the value of going through the content and delivering the program, but then there's the networking value. There's a the value yes. of relationship, and that that goes so far when you have a relationship with somebody and you build a friendship, you build a partnership, and you can go to them for help around a problem or advice. It's so critical. You know, we all have mentors in our life, right? We all have people we can go to. We all have peers that we can ask questions of and learn from. So, you know, join that class, build the relationship. You got two of the best of the best instructors here, hands down. Uh, no disrespect to any of our other pro-FM instructors, but <laughs> uh, I just I love the way they deliver the class. And, you know, I, I just think if you're thinking about a class, you know, consider that there's so much value. And, you know, I don't know, guys, if you know, in, in your last class, the number of years of experience that mm-hmm. that's in that classroom we have folks from JLL, right? You have folks from, you know, all yeah. many large organizations. Well, yeah. so in a yeah. class, you'll have combined 50, 60 years of experience sitting in that room yeah. Yeah. that yeah. have, yeah. That yeah. have yeah. different solutions to problems, you know, and then you're looking at a program that pulls it all together and you delivers it all yes. as this holistic solution from soft skills to technical skills, to leadership, to, you know, even the, the numbers, right? The finance side yes, of things, yes, yes, just, yes. In yes, many cases, the least favorite part yes. of the, yes, the <laughs> yes. Of some of the individual but a critical piece, right? A critical piece. Yes. So, Very I would important. definitely consider the class. Consider it. Yeah. Um, you know, you'll get a lot of value out of it.
0: Man, that's so cool. That's so cool. Well, we are going to wrap up. I will put all that information. We get that in the notes section of this of the podcast. For you guys that are following us on YouTube, hey, don't forget to join us. Click the like button and be sure to hit that little bell for notifications so you can get amazing content for people like Keith and Chris Ed and Randy talking about FM internationally and and really getting that experience of learning. And of course, if you're on your favorite podcast platform, don't forget to leave us a, a note. We'd love to hear from you. Leave us a a like if we're bringing good value to you. You guys, thank you. We're going to wrap up. Randy Olson, my friend, always a pleasure to have
2: ProFMI on. It's It's been a blast. It's been a highlight having having these two guys on. So, to find Every- us, profmi.org, that's the place to go find us. Chris had earlier talked about the the Cerebri site. Go there, cerebrisolutions.global to find them, or come to it uh, through the ProFMI site. You can find, you can get to them there. So uh, that's the way to get to us. All right, you Excellent. guys. We'll have Excellent. to have
0: you back on and uh, and and hear how this continues to grow with you guys. Yeah, uh, so I'm, totally. I'm excited to to kind of learn more about it. But until then, uh, we'll see you guys the next time.
3: See you guys. Nice having Thanks us. Everybody. Take care, Thanks, Sean. Take care, Randy. Thanks, Take care, Sean.
1: This episode of FM Evolution
0: is brought to you by Pro FM. How do your FM skills measure up to the global standard? Try our free Map Your Gap self-assessment at profmi.org
1: evolution.